Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Good day. You are listening to the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. This is one of your co-hosts, Lynn Pender, and I am so excited that you've decided to join us this first Friday in October. Wow. I'm really excited, too, because it is first Friday. I get the honor of co-hosting with none other than Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson. Hi, Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good, Lynn. How are you on this beautiful day? Like you said, the very first Friday and yet another new month. Wow. Where'd the year go? I know, I know, but you know what, Pastor Kevin, it's just getting us closer to 2021, and we have so many awesome things going on with Christian and Authors on Tour in 2021, so I'm just excited. <laughs> good, good, and I've, I've already signed up for two of my events, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I know that's right. And, you know, um, Pastor Kevin, we can't do this without our supporters. And so I, I just want to thank everyone who's tuning in right now and listening. Um, it's 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 really a blessing that, that you're so into Christian Authors on Tour. And I'm really thankful also for corporate sponsors. And we have two corporate sponsors for this Blog Talk Radio show um, ending this month, um, but we're really excited that they've been on board for the past three months, and it's Dr. Lisa A. Reeves. Her website is www.drlisaareves.com. The name of her book is Freedom, Peace, and Joy While in the Valley of Life. The story is perfect reading for getting through valley moments in life, such as a pandemic or any other low moment. Wow. (laughs) That's timely, right, Pastor Kevin? (laughs) Spot on. God's timing is always, always right on time. Yes, and then we have a second corporate sponsor um, who's been um, sewing into us for the past three months, and um, her time comes to an end this month as well, and that's Dr. Loretta Young-Wright. She is the author of Morning Joy, Persevering Parents Raising Generations, and her contact information, her telephone number is 773 Three three nine six zero five three. Her email address is initial L Young Wright W R I G H T at yahoo dot com. Please support these authors. Um, their books look amazing. If you are a Christian business or um, an entrepreneur or a event promoter, and you're looking for a great way to advertise or market your product service, or event, consider being a corporate sponsor for Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Video Show. Give us a call at 800-929-1418. All right, Pastor Kevin, 
we have an amazing woman of God. She, uh, I'm so excited. This young lady, um, Pastor Kevin, uh, before you tell us a little bit about her, I just want to share with our listening audience that she is a member of Christian Authors on Tour, and she just participated with us this year as part of a special marketing event that we did with the 2020 Harlem Book Fair. And so if you would like to see that segment, a powerful segment, you can also visit us online at www.caottv.com, and that's via the CAOT TV show. So she's doing um, amazing things, and I can't wait for you to introduce her, Pastor Kevin. Excellent, excellent. Looking forward to it. And and the listeners, I can tell you right now, you're going to love that first name. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and, and move in. And I wanted to, uh, at this time, introduce our our guest and our author, as well as our CAOT member, uh, to our radio show, first Friday in the month of October. Uh, she's the author of five books. One children's book, two fiction books, and two nonfiction books. And and check this out. I'm I'm always a big fan of authors that do this. She is a 2020 recipient of the Christie Indy Award. Congratulations. Thank you um, so much. I appreciate that. Yep. Thank you. Yep. She's well connected to Kojit, the Church of God in Christ. Uh, as an ordained evangelist, also a certified biblical counselor. She's the mother of one son and the director of the Women in Power to Achieve Virtual Ministry. Um, I would like to introduce to many of you and um, and just present to others that already know her, uh, Sherebin Joy is our guest today. And the reason that I stated that I know that you would love her first name is because it sounds like Cherubim. Um, one of the two uh, words that we use to describe angels. So, Sister Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing. Thank you so much. I, I'm really looking forward to our chat today, and I appreciate um, the invitation to be here. So I'm excited. Absolutely. So your your latest book, After the Benediction, uh, it sounds very enticing. Tell us a little bit more um, about after the benediction and share with us some insights into your 2020 Christian Indie Award. Okay. Um, after the benediction is actually my first uh, Christian fiction novel. Um, I do have a second novel that's out, but after the benediction is my first one. And that's the one that I won the Christian India, the Christian fiction Indie Award. So I'm very excited about that. Um, after the benediction, centers around a woman of God by the name of Evangelist J.C. Joyner, and she has been raised in the church, so all she knows is church. Um, She has a very, very active preaching ministry. Um, You could say that she's equal, if you would, in notoriety, or I should say in um, she's very well known throughout the world, so she speaks on, you know, large platforms, and she just appears to have it all together. Um, a lot of people envy her because they just see her works, but what they don't know about her is about her struggles after the benediction is given. So she's been raised in church. All she knows is church. She's a pre-K, um, a pre-K kid, and she's working in the ministry, but 
after the benediction is given, when she goes home, she's struggling with depression. She's struggling with thoughts of suicide. She's going through some very, very intense things in her marriage. And she's at a point that she has really lost sight and lost vision, yet she's still operating, yet she's still praying for other preaching. But on the inside, she's dying. She's dying because she has gotten so busy in ministry that she has allowed her time to minister to God one-on-one, um, has started to falter off. So she gets to a place where she's ready to walk away, um, but I like to describe it as um, she has an encounter with an ordained eye um, that is not intimidated by her title, is not moved by how many preaching engagements, is not impressed by any of that. But it's a woman of God that begins to deal with JC about JC because JC, Evangelist JC, gets to a point where she's blaming everyone else for her spiritual condition and not realizing that this is a personal thing that she needs to get together between her and God. So, I mean, there's a lot of humor in the book. Um, There's a lot of life lessons in the book. If you are familiar with church, if you have a walk with Christ, if you were raised up in a church like I was, I think that you will relate to it. Um, And it will cause you to do a lot of introspection. I mean, I, I say all the time I wrote the book, but even in writing the book, it brought me personally to a place of repentance because it caused me to look at where I was versus where I should have been and really caused me to say some things about myself in terms of those times when I failed God. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was one of the ones that blamed everybody else but myself. You know what I'm saying? You can't even blame the devil about everything. Thank you some for tuning you into to the response. Christian Authors on Tour blog talk radio. Sometimes you just have to take responsibility for where you are in order to grow, in order to develop in your walk with God. That's the premise yeah, that's, of, pretty much the premise of the book. Yeah, that's awesome, Sherebin. This sounds like a, a, a wonderful story, and many of us can probably see ourselves through the eyes of her uh, in terms of taking an introspection. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing story. And, you know, I'm I'm interested because this book came out – has, how long has it been out? Um, it was released in 2018, so just about two years. I believe it was October in 2018, so we're two-year anniversary. Okay, so I know you have some amazing reader responses, so I, I definitely want you to share, like, like, the one that probably hit you the hardest in terms of just, like, wow, if you could share one of your uh, readers' responses to the book. Well, sure. Um, I've had a lot of positive feedback. Um, You know, I'll periodically go back and and read the reviews on Goodreads, read the reviews on Amazon. I think one of the ones that really blessed my heart was actually came um, from one of my friends. And, you know, sometimes you're you're friends with people, but you don't know what they're going through because you're not Mm -hmm. at that place of being being open to share because you think no one will understand. But there's a scene in the book where I just really describe what JC is going through in her marriage. And at the time, I didn't know my friend was experiencing pretty much a similar situation. And she read the book. I mean, she purchased the book to be, you know, a support to me. And she texted me and, you know, her review started, made me start crying like, oh, my God, you ministered to me exactly where I was. And that just did wonders for me. Um, and the reason that I say that is that taking a step of faith um, was big for me in terms of venturing out into fiction, all of my other works prior to that were nonfiction because that was my comfort zone. So when I decided that I wanted to put my, try my hand at fiction, my, my main desire is, is like, God, I want you to still be edified. Like, I don't want to write a book 
and all I do is focus on the negativity that may take place at times in the body of Christ. There has to be some level mm-hmm. of redemption. There has to be some level of, of growth. You know, there has to be some um, level of reckoning. And I'm like, God, if I'm going to do this, there has to be a strong message. So when I read that and then I read some of the other reviews, I'm like, oh, my God, wow, you know it just really blessed me because that was my heart's desire. You know, I never, I'm one of those people, like I, I, I get offended. I get aggravated when I see, you know, people post stuff on social media about, oh, church folks and this and that. I, I just think that that's just not, as, a, as a, um, a, a believer in Jesus Christ, we know that that doesn't represent everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's a turn off yeah. to those that may want to give their life to Jesus Christ. So I, I don't, I personally don't advocate that, you know, church hurt and all of that things. Those th- things happen. But at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for our own relationship with Jesus Christ. When we come into the knowledge of the truth, we've heard the preach gospel. It's up to us what we're going to do with it. I can't control what the person next to me. I can't even control what's taking place in the pulpit. But at the end of the day, because when we all stand before God on Judgment Day, he's not going to want to hear about church hurt. That's why why I backslid. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was a youth minister. um, One of the young, but seriously, like at one of my uh, when I was a youth minister many years ago, you know, I was trying to I was talking to one of the young people, and that was her excuse. Yeah, but this person does this, and that person does that, and I said, well, what did God tell you to do? Is that what you're going to tell him when you stand before the throne? Do you think he's really going to accept that? You know what I mean? Mm. The Bible teaches us, you know, he doesn't know if to do right and do if not to him, it's a sin. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I'm just a very, uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about trying to encourage people is that we have to move beyond the four walls of the church and move into that relationship. And I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but <laughs> I mean, I feel like even with what has taken place in 2020 with this quarantine, I mean, who would have mm-hmm. thought in our lifetime, we would see when we could not physically go into a church. But mm. I think that it should have really challenged us to see what do you believe after the benediction? Are you still going to get to God for yourself? Are you still going to pray? You understand what I'm saying? Like, and that's the kind yes. of thing that, you know, it should trigger. And what I want to encourage people, what if something happened and we can't go back for another six months? Are you going to give up on God? Where Where is your trust? Mm. Is it in your pastor? <laughs> Do you really know God for yourself outside of the four walls of the church? So, you know, I really wrote the book to make others, to make us think, including myself, because I just remember just seeing so much negativity, you know, at at one time about church, church, and so much negativity about, you know, men and women of, of God that, you know, many look up to that fell into some type of scandalous behavior. And instead of, you know, I didn't really see any posts about people praying for them. <laughs> you know, it was right. just like, it just became the talk of the week, you know, and it just made me think, well, God, what is really going on? And it's just my firm belief that, you know, if we fall into sin, I mean, the Bible says if, you know, any man, uh, it was, it's written, um, I believe it's in John, that if any man sin, he has an advocate with the Father. So but my question is, I'm like, okay, God, this just didn't happen. You don't just wake up and decide I'm a backslide today. It's a process. You know, it's, as the Bible says, a little leaven, leaven is the whole lump. And as you begin to read um, Pastor JC's story, you see this, this, where she ended up, it was a process. And it started with unforgiveness between her and her father. And then it grew. And then it became this. And then it became that. And a lot of times, you know, when we hear about people falling into different things, you know, it's not like they just woke up and decide, I don't want to please God today. But they, a little leaven, leaven is the whole lump. It could start with, you know what? 
you used to pray regularly, you know, but now you're too busy because you're always on an airplane going to preach. So you don't even have time to spend in the presence of God. And we all know that have a prayer life, that's your covering, that's your protection. So once that starts to weaken, man, the enemy can just come on in there. And you you looking around like, how in the world did I end up here? And it started with something small. So, you know, it's just, to, you know, to make people think and, and to cause us to look at where we are, how do we get where we are, and how do we get to where we need to go. So that's kind of, you know, where the, uh, the, 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 the premise of the book came from, the idea, I should say, came from and where it was burped out of. Yeah, I enjoyed listening to you, Sherabin, and I can I can I can feel your heart and, mm-hmm. and your zeal and, and, and I can also feel your compassion and empathy. Um and I know it's tied into the work that you do as an evangelist. Um, right. as an extension of the description that you just gave us about the book, mm-hmm. talk to us about some of the work you're doing in your ministry. Um, as an evangelist within the Cogent family. Just just share with us some some of that work. Well, I mean, I am an ordained evangelist in the Church of God in Christ. Um, I do minister regularly at my local church. I'm a member um, at Bethlehem Judah Christian Fellowship in Elizabeth, New Jersey. My pastor is Bishop Anthony Gilliard, so um, I do assist him in word ministry as needed. Um, likewise, I am the director of the women's ministry at my local, um, you know, at my local worship assembly. Um, I do as much as I can to try to keep the women motivated, minister to through, um, whether it's, well, really now a lot of it is still virtual, but through empowerment sessions, um, prayer sessions, different events that would minister both to the spiritual as well as the natural. I also have my own ministry um, that's called Women Empowered to Achieve, which is a virtual ministry at this point. But as God leads and when the opportunity is right, my intention is for that to become live sessions to just provide women um, that may not be getting um, everything that they need in their local um, worship assembly to try to kind of be that supplement for them to help them get where they need to go in the things of God. So whatever opportunity God allows me to um, minister, whether it's virtually, um, whether it's, you know, in person, I'm just open. You know, I, if it's, as long as it's God, I'm open to walk through that door. Nice. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Amen. And just want to remind our listening audience this is the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. This is a live broadcast. If you're listening live, you can call. The telephone number to call is 563-999-3025. That's 563-999-3025 to ask questions about scheduled guests. And um, while we're talking about connecting, uh, won't you share, share, but won't you give your contact information if our listening audience wants to invite you out as a guest speaker or purchase copies of your book? How can they go about doing that? Sure. Um, you can reach me via my website, which is www.sharabimjoy.com. Um, I'm also on all social media outlets, so you can um, connect with me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is Sharabim Joy, as well as Instagram, LinkedIn, and I'm on Twitter, but I'll be honest, I don't tweet that much, but I would still love to connect with you. So all social media um, outlets, if you just put in my name, Sharabim Joy, and I would love to connect with you. Uh, also, you can reach me by email at store with Sherry. That's S-O-A-R, store like as in the eagle, with Sherry, S-H-E-R-I.com. 
and I will love to hear from you. You can purchase my books either from my website or all of them are available on www.amazon.com. You can also go to my publisher's website, which is www.afterthestormpublishing.com and purchase them there as well. All right. You, you're, you're absolutely right. You said, Sister Joy said, I'm everywhere. <laughs> we'll, 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 definitely, we'll definitely be able to find it because I really like that title, After the Benediction. So, thank you. I, yep. mean, I, I believe that you will enjoy it. Like I try to make it, like I said, have that core message about the gospel in there, but also try to make it entertaining. So um, I believe that it will be a blessing um, once it's read by the reader. Amen. We we say amen to that for sure. Uh, here here's a here's a typical question, Sister Joy, that I ask all authors that come on to the CAOT radio show. And if you would go back in time, what inspired you to write? Wow. Um, to be honest with you, I've been writing. I used to write short stories when I was a child. Um, that was my one of my favorite pastimes. You know, if I wasn't watching television, I would just make up stories. But it never really occurred to me that this is something that I could actually publish um, growing up. When I um, became a member of my current ch- uh, church, I'll be honest with you, one of the young ladies that I've known for years, she published her first book. And when she published it, it inspired me. I'm like, wow, you know, this is someone that I actually know personally that has done this because at the time I didn't know anybody personally. So I'm like, wow, you know, if she could do this, I can do this. So I started to, you know, write my first book. My first book um, was to minister and to bring encouragement to single Christian women. And so I just got the pen, started writing, and then I went for it. And I've been writing and publishing ever since. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Yes, yes. And so I want you to talk a little bit about – your process in terms of writing, because this, you have many books, you know, this is one of many books and, and you also write in different genres. And so what is that process like for you that you're able to crisscross from uh, fiction to nonfiction to children's books, but still be consistent in terms of um, writing in a way that's going to harvest souls for Christ? Well, um, like I shared a, a little while ago, taking the journey, um, the step of faith for fiction, I will be honest with you, I was scared. I'm like, I'm crazy to try to do this. But what actually inspired me to um, try to cross genres was my publishing group that I work with. Um, we all got together one day because we, we you know, lived throughout different places throughout the country. But those of us that were in New Jersey, um, we met for lunch one day at the Cheesecake Factory. And all of those that um, that's a part of the group, they had all written fiction titles and they've written multiple fiction titles. And just listening to them and, and just listening to their journey, it inspired me. And I'm like, wow, I think I could try to do this. So challenge myself, which I have a tendency to do in different areas of my life. I just wanted to see if I can do it. So when I started writing it, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I'm really enjoying reading what I wrote. So the more I continued to do it, the more I liked it. Um, And I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I went for it. And that's how, you know, the the first book after the benediction was, um, you know, was birthed. And then from there, I went on to the second one. And I'm like, okay, I'm really enjoying this. Now, in terms of the children's book, 
Um, that hasn't been released yet. It, hopefully by the end of this year, it should be out. Now, this particular book, I'm going to be honest, it's not Christian-based. It's just a fun book. It's called Manny and the Magic Keys. And my son actually inspired that um, when he was about four years, maybe two, no, around two to three years old. For whatever reason, he was just very mesmerized by my dad's keys. Whenever we went to his house, as soon as he walked in, he wanted his papa's keys. And I started thinking, I'm like, I think I can write a story about this. So I wrote the story, you know, I wrote the book. And then from there, all of these ideas started um, to just kind of flood my mind about how I could turn it into a series. So it's going to be a series. Um, I have not written nonfiction in a while. The last nonfiction book I wrote was Heart of a Woman, Motherhood, Marriage, Ministry, and Money. Um, I really just need God to speak to me about what he would want me to share and what, what aspect of life to come from. And usually most of my writings really are um, targeted to women. So, you know, as God begins to kind of give me where he feels is the need in the women of today, then I, you know, definitely I'm open to going back. Um, I just, I don't know, um, Lynn, to answer your question, how do I switch back and forth? I don't know. I mean, I just... I just kind of just pick up the pen and start writing. But I will say this about the fiction book, and I would encourage any inspiring, excuse me, any aspiring author to do this. Um, and I did it actually when I wrote my first nonfiction book. I always encourage them to find a book or an author that you like their style of writing or that that book really blessed you or ministered. Look at how they laid their book out. Look at their table of contents. Look at how they flow. So that is kind of like mentoring you and will help you when you start to write in your writing process. Um, I always encourage writers to do that because that's what I did. The book that I, when I wrote my first book, if I remember correctly, my first nonfiction book, um, Evangelist Joyce Rogers, who I believe, I believe she's the chairwoman now in Church of God in Christ, she wrote a book that just blessed my life. And I went and I just kind of looked at how she laid it out. I just looked at how she flowed. I, you know, kind of listened to her tone of voice. You know, is she, you know, is she speaking, um, does it sound like her when she's speaking? Is she speaking in third person, first person, that type of thing? And I just kind of used that as a guide until I was able to develop my own voice. Amen. Yeah, that is, um, that is actually outstanding advice for, for all of the authors that are out there listening. That's great advice in terms of not only your writing style, but how to go about formatting and typesetting yes. your book as well. Um, I, the, the one author that I've always modeled after and I've always adored and followed is the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe. And, wow. um, he wrote a book going all the way back to 1993, 1993, understanding your potential, little, mm-hmm. little paperback book, probably no more than about a hundred pages. If that, uh, mm-hmm. was, was a life changer. Wow. And, uh, it was it was very shortly after that or right around that time is, is, is when I gave my life to the Lord. And um, I still have it in my library. I still pick it up from time to time. And uh, it's not necessarily that I modeled his writing, but I was inspired by his writing. Yes. Um, yes. And his preaching and his teaching, because he was able to very carefully walk that fine line between industry and ministry. He was just yes. effective with business leaders as he was standing in the pulpit with a microphone in his church in the Bahamas. And I always admired that. And and my ministry kind of mirrors, even today, my ministry mirrors his. I take the gospel into the marketplace. And of course, I take the gospel into the church. That's that's just who I am. So 
those are very, very inspiring words. So my last question then for you, Sister Joy, is mm-hmm. uh, in light of the five books that you currently have there and the, and the one book that will be coming out shortly, what does mm-hmm. your future writing journey look like going forward? Um, I, by God's grace, I'm, I'm intend to continue to write as God gives me different ideas. Um, my, I do desire to be able to shift um, that writing. I shouldn't say shift it, but um, I want to be able to convert it. That's the word I'm looking into, screenplays. Um, I think that the message is strong enough. Um, I just have to be able to find the right placement. Um, because I think it's messages that will minister to men and women of God. I think it will not just minister to men and women of God, but even those that maybe they have not accepted Jesus Christ yet, but it will trigger something in their memory um, if they've heard the gospel some time ago or maybe they're freshly hearing it. But I want to be able to get it on screen, um, not just in screenplays, but not just, sorry, not just in stage plays, but to actually um, have movies uh, produced. That's my heart's desire. Um, after the benediction, I've already written the script. It's just, I'm going to be honest, I really haven't had the time to research what I need to do next, but it's one of it's on my, uh, my, to-do, my to-do list, if you would. But I con- wow. desire to continue to write as God gives it to me. I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to write because it's, it's an avenue of ministry. Um, it's not just, it's, it's ther- writing is therapeutic for me. Let me just say that. I write because I enjoy it. <laughs> but also in that, you know, I know that it's an avenue for ministry. Ministry goes beyond, you know, just, you know, preaching from the pulpit. So if God, God has opened up this door for me to get a word out, to get a word of encouragement out, I want to continue to walk on that road and that path as long as he allows me to. Amen. As long as he continues to give me the ideas, I'm willing to write. <laughs> yes, yes. And what a what a great way to end this interview. You know, the time always goes. By so quickly, but you know, Sherabum, I just want to thank you so much. Um, wow, your message today has been so powerful, and just thank you so much for being on the broadcast today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and I look forward to working with you both more in the future. All right. Yeah. Yes, and Pastor Kevin, you know it's always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Likewise, thank you as well for your visionary leadership. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. And our listening audience, we thank you for tuning in.